0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen welcome back here we are again with another episode of the philly pod i'm dave my co-host mike as always is here at my side and we hope everybody's doing well hope everybody had a good weekend mikey i I think i can speak for the entire city when i say this was this has been a good past couple of days for philadelphia sports
1: definitely um Definitely, 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 been a great couple of last days for the for Philadelphia sports fans,
0: and specifically, I think Philadelphia Eagles fans.
1: Definitely, I mean, all Sean Jeffrey, you know, Nolan Carroll, he left, you know, Chance Warmack, and then Torrey Smith. I'm excited. Uh,
0: it was a good. It was a good start to free agency. So. Guys, obviously the Eagles are the hot topic right now with all the moves they just made. Obviously the draft coming up as well. So the premise for this show, we're going to talk about the Eagles' moves that they made in free agency, how that's going to impact their season coming up, and how that even is going to impact what they're going to do with the number 14 overall pick come the draft. So there's a lot to talk about with the Eagles, Mikey, and I think we got to get into it right away. So... The Eagles, like, once again, man, you know, Howie Hero, dude, makes another big splash on, you know on, on, uh, to the start of free agency, yes. and he adds two. Like, two, I mean, you got the marquee free agent in Alshon Jaffe, which yes. immediately, immediately fills a huge void there at receiver because you get a legitimate bona fide number one wide receiver. Yes. You also pick up Torrey Smith, who presents you with that deep down-the-field option that you have not had uh, here, since since Deshaun Jackson was in. Yeah. And I, I it's twofold. Now, you have four legitimate options for Carson Wentz to throw the ball to. Yes. Because you already had Jordan Matthews in place. You already had Zach Gertz at the tight end position. Yes. And now you're at Alshon Jeffrey and Torrey Smith. But the offense just got a lot more interesting with these moves.
1: A, what I see in Alshon Jeffrey is a possession receiver. And B, what I see in Torrey Smith is a deep threat that they can stretch the field.
0: Well, Jeffrey's more than a possession receiver, man. He can go down the field. He can jump up, get a, get you a jump ball. He's good in the red zone. He 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 is a legitimate number one.
1: I'm giddy. I'm giddy about this upcoming season, man.
0: And how can you not be? Like, how can you not be excited with with the, with the season coming up? It adds a lot of buzz.
1: And not to mention, you got a guy in in Carson Wentz who's working with some pretty good quarterback coaches right now. You know, developing his game. So. You add, add these two pieces, oh, man, I'm fired up. I told you on Thursday I am fired up, and rightfully so.
0: And listen, I, 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 got, I got to give it to the Eagles here. You know, they they saw they had a huge need at wide receiver. It was a glaring, I mean, glaring weakness. Like, this team has a lot of – still has a lot of holes. Yes. All right, let's be honest. They still have a lot of holes, a lot of needs to fill. But they saw what they needed. They addressed it in free agency, and, and I give it to them. Yep. Like, you get – now – some people are upset because we didn't go and get Deshaun Jackson because everybody wants that that reunion. Well, I got some stats here for you. Okay, uh, I'm looking here. Torrey Smith, 28 years old. All right. Yep. Deshaun Jackson, 30 years old. Yeah. Deshaun Jackson ran a four, 4.35 in the 40 yard dash. Yes. That's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty that, good speed. That is. Torrey Smith ran a 4.36. The Eagles, so that's basically the same thing. Basically, the same, the same difference, like a hundredth of a second difference. There, yeah. the Eagles got Tory Smith for three years and fifteen million. Deshaun Jackson is going to command more money than that. Yeah. So I see this as an excellent deal. Like he, you get a cheaper option for basically the, the same sort of player that that Deshaun Jackson is and what he does.
1: And he's also two years younger than Deshaun Jackson.
0: Exactly. I think that's. I think that is a great move that, that the Eagles did. To, to sign Tory Smith because it, it was interesting how that unfolded, man. First, the news came out that he got Tory Smith. Like, all right, okay, yeah, that's, that's a good addition. He gives you that deep threat down the field. Not number one wide receiver, but but it's an upgrade for what they had last year. And then the news breaks later that they were actually able to go out and ink Alshon Jeffrey to a fourteen, you know, one year fourteen million dollar deal. Yes. And then that just blew the doors off of everybody.
1: Yeah. I mean. But, mm-hmm. And the thing that I like about the the Oshon Jeffery contract is it's a proven it contract, so you know, well, if he doesn't underperform, you know, you don't have to resign him, you know, you let him go, and you know, let him go elsewhere. But That's a good point. It's it's a one year deal. Obviously, it's a lot of money on the table, so it's you it know, is. obviously, you know, you're kind of concerned there if he doesn't perform. That you know, he got 14 million for underperforming,
0: but yeah, if but it to all your works point. out. Mm-hmm.
1: You get a long term contract with this sure. guy, and you sure. continue to build on the success.
0: Right, and and to your point, Mike, like that's the beauty. If it doesn't work out, it's like, all right, you, you let him go after the one year. He walks, and he, and he gets another deal somewhere else. Yeah. Now you're right. It's it's a lot of money to put up front, and they really had to. Uh, yeah. they, they, I mean, I know it's it's a base of nine and a half million, and to me, a, a lot of that. Fourteen million is going to come in incentives in, in, in other ways, and that's how they were able to just fit it under the cap. Right, but it—I mean, I, I got to applaud them. You know, they go out and and, and they fill the need, and it's going to it's going dr- it to dramatically changes the offense. Like honestly, you dramatically change the offense with just the addition of Torrey Smith. Yes, and now you add Alshon Jeffrey in there as well. Like I don't see how you ca- how you cannot be excited about things. I know. Like- but there's still, Mike. It's surprising to me, like talking with some people, feeling at the city. Like there's still some people who are, are not too happy with with this move, the Alshon Jeffery move. Some people are concerned about the one year deal. They think that
1: I'm yeah. not concerned about it. You know, I think those people I can understand where they're coming from. But at the same time, if this works out in the long run, that's only going to benefit the Eagles. Yeah, you got to yeah. think long term here. Yeah, it's a it's a one year deal, but long term, if it works out, you got yourself a number one one wide receiver for the next couple of years.
0: you do. You could if he, you know, if things, if he has, you know, know, he goes up and catches eighty balls, twelve hundred yards, and ten touchdowns, then boom, you sign him, lock him up, and he's good here for the next handful of years to work with Carson Wentz.
1: Yeah, and now,
0: to, mm-hmm, go ahead.
1: Uh, not to mention with Torrey Smith, he, that that deal works out. You got another wide receiver that can catch it, catch, get, you know, a decent amount of catch a de- decent amount of balls.
0: Yeah, I mean he's he's going to give me that vertical threat down the field that that that, that they need it. You know, they didn't really have a legitimate deep threat. Uh, Bryce Trager was all right, but he didn't really quite yeah. give you what you needed in that area. But the other thing about Ashan that people are concerned about, which I I think is legitimate, you know, let's not forget he he, he was suspended uh, yeah. last year for. Uh, the same thing Lane Johnson was. Yeah. It's a substance abuse violation. You know, the PED. So, so some people are now worried because if he fails another test this season, there's 10 games that he's going to miss. Yeah. So that one I can understand. And if that happens, well, then I think it's like you said. It's the one-year deal, prove it, and you, you you cut your losses and you move on yeah. to, the next, to the next guy up. Yep. But the other thing that, that's caused a lot of that these moves – have i guess uh, a part of the ripple effect with these moves mike mm-hmm. like obviously how, how is this going to change expectations let's start here how is it going to change your expectations for the upcoming season
1: i got to say in terms of the offense i expect a little more production um but for me i still need to see what what they do defensively before i before i can go ahead and say this team is ready to contend for the NFC East, not 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 the NFC or Super Bowl, but the NFC East. You gotta right. work your way up to that to that level. But I, I need to see what happens defensively before I, I'm ready to to give you my expectations. But for right now, I'm excited. I'm excited. I think things are gonna be looking up. Uh, probably ten and six. I'm thinking.
0: Okay, so you're thinking 10 and 6. Let me ask you this. Now you, you got you you think you could see a 10 and 6 season now. Yes. With just these additions. Is that good enough to get them a playoff spot?
1: Maybe maybe not. It all depends on what happens, you know, with other teams. You got to look at other teams what they're doing. Uh 10 and 6, I don't think so. I don't think it'd be worth a wild card spot, but maybe it'll be better. It'll be much better than last year.
0: All right, but you're so you're saying ten and six and no playoffs. That's what. Yeah. That's what you're saying right now. Yeah. See, I don't know if they're. I'm kind of in the same boat with you. I'm not sure that like ten wins. I'm not even sure I I, I can say that yet. Uh, but I, I look at like my expectations go up for the season. You know, they, they change a little bit. I'm kind of I'm kind of with you though. Like I look at the team, I'm like, all right, they're going out, they fixed the receiving core, but you still have a lot of holes yeah, on this team. But they and. And let's start, like, even on the offense, man, you have a big hole. Still, you need to figure out what you're doing at running back, which we're going to get into here in a few minutes. You still have a hole you need to, you need to fill at running back. Defensively, the secondary is still a complete mess. You know, you're going to need two new starting cornerbacks, okay? You still have a need of safety you need to fill. And then defensively, you need pass rushers. So yeah. the defensive side of the ball is, it's a complete mess right now. So there's still a lot that needs to be done. Offensively, are they going to be more dynamic? I mean, absolutely. Absolutely they are. But defensively, I'm I'm not quite ready to say just yet that they're a bona fide playoff team with these moves. They're better. I mean, they are remarkably better than what they were last year just at that position alone. And it's obviously going to help Carson Wentz. But I have to see... I have to see a little more improvement with the defense, and even if they do improve the defense, obviously it looks like they're going to be going that way through the draft, Mike. So what's that mean? They draft two cornerbacks, well then you're going to have two rookies starting on the outside, yeah, at the, in the NFL. So how realistic can you expect? You know, how high can you set your expectations if that's the case?
1: At the very least, I'd like to see them go eight and eight. To me, that's nice. that's where I would mm-hmm. would like them to be. You okay. know, is it what I want? No, but would it be good enough? Yes.
0: You would this, consider that a step in the right direction. Yeah,
1: yeah, because at least they're okay. showing me improvements in areas. They're showing me that they're they're trying to get this thing right. They want to take that step forward, and that to me is that's fine. Especially if you look at the the who we're playing this year, and we've got a we got some tough games this year. We're
0: yeah, po- I've got I've got I've got the schedule up here right now. Um, these are their opponents. You have the Cardinals coming home to the Link, the Bears at the Link. Cowboys, Broncos, uh, Broncos are going to be playing in Philadelphia, uh, Giants, you have the Oakland Raiders this year, you have the 49ers, the Washington Redskins, all at home. Uh, Then you're going on the road to play the Carolina Panthers, the Cowboys, the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers, the L.A. Rams, Giants going back to play the Seahawks again, and then the Redskins. So, a lot of good teams in there. Yeah. I'm I'm looking here. You are pl- from last year. You're playing. Let me see how many games they have against playoff teams. You have one, uh, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So seven of your sixteen games are going to be against playoff teams from this past season. Yeah, that's going to be tough. Now they're going to they're gonna, definitely going to be in a better position offensively, but. Defensively, uh, I'm still not sure. I'm still not sold yet.
1: Yeah, neither am I.
0: And the other thing, too, like, people are already starting to get on Carson Wentz a little bit. Like, I mean, maybe not. Maybe getting on is the is the wrong phrase, but people are already saying, oh, we're going to find out what Carson Wentz is all about now. We're yeah. going to find out what he really has.
1: Yeah, well, is he the real deal, or is he just a, a false prophet?
0: Well, I mean, you still have to remember, it's, it's, he's still young, He's it's still his second year. I'm getting a little worried that, we might be setting up some unrealistic expectations for the kids. I mean, what I would like to find out, I mean, I, I, I don't know exactly what everybody's expecting. You know, you expect the 45 touchdowns and, and 5,000 yards. No. If that's the case, you know, you're setting the kid up for failure. Yeah. But I agree. Like, he is definitely in a much better position to yeah. succeed now this season than he was last year. And should we see a regression in far as statistics and his play on the field? Then that's cause for concern. Yes. Okay, that's going to get me thinking. Well, now wait a minute here. He had this great of a season in this rookie year without all these weapons, and now I see him going backwards. That will be that will be time for me when it, it might be start starting starting to worry. Right. That that would be where I have to step back and be like, Oh, we really? Do we really have something here or not? I don't yeah. anticipate anticipate that being the case, Mike. You know, I'm no. I'm, I'm with Carson. I, I think this is just only going to help him. Yes, and I'm excited to see how, how he how he works out with with these new pieces.
1: You know, what? I'll tell you what. What what I like about the kid is he's he's already got himself a quarterback coach to work with in the off season, mind you, the the same coaches that have helped Brees and Brady. So you know he's he's take, he's being proactive. You know, working on his mechanics. And, you know, making the adjustments he needs Mm -hmm. for the regular season. So that, to me, tells me that this kid is mature beyond his years. Yeah. You know, so as long as he just shows me that he's improving and working on the small stuff that, you know, the the small stuff that kind of hurt him last year, I'm fine. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Because he's being proactive. Mm -hmm. And the kid looks like he's got – he's a well-grounded person, you know, Playing from North Dakota, he seems like he's got that, that average Joe mentality. But, yo, know, that 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 person that you can relate to, let me put it that way.
0: Yeah. No, I, 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 I feel you there, man. I, I do. Here are um, – I have some mock drafts up here. So the other thing we need to talk about are how – like how do these free agent moves – we talked about how it's going to impact the season. Mm-hmm. All right, how's this going to impact their expectations for the season? Now, how's it going to impact what you do in the NFL draft? Because you go out, Mike, and, and you just you just picked up two. Uh, y- well, y- you upgraded the receiving core tremendously. Yes. All right, you picked up a bona fide number one and a good deep threat option than Torrey Smith. Mm-hmm. So do you really need to go out? Like, you and I have both been pushing to get a receiver with that number 14 pick. Yes. So now that changes things a little bit. I think the, the, the Eagles – I'll start off with what I think. I think the Eagles can go in any direction they want to now at the number 14 overall pick, all right? Yep. You can go out. You can draft a running back. Like Dalvin Cook from Florida State is going to be available at number 14. He's going to be an option for you possibly. If he's there, do you go up and you secure the running back now? Like he's a good player, three down back. He can do it all. He can, he can catch. He can run, hit the tackles. He can pass block. He's going to be a very good player in this league. Do you shore up the position – Uh, running back now. You can also go ahead and decide, you know what, we're going to go sewer up a a cornerback position, help the defense out. Do you then go and say you're going to go wide receiver? Because the thought process there is, all right, Alshon Jeffries on the one-year contract. If he doesn't work out, we've got, say, Mike Williams or John Ross ready to step in and take over that number one role. You could go get defensive end. You know, you could go get a pass rusher. The Eagles are really in a very interesting position here at number 14. And I'm very curious to see what they end up doing.
1: Yeah, so am I. I think it's a great position to be in now that you've got two wide receivers, you know, you have a a lot of direction, different directions you can go and and I, that that is interesting. I think I'd like to see them get a running back. You know, you got yourself a, a two two really good weapons. I'd like to see them get a running back, uh another running back because Spells isn't getting any younger. You know, he's getting up there in age. So get yourself a running back and, and Try to build a run game, uh, become a, fir- a run-first offense.
0: All right, so you're putting on the apron then. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. You're putting on the apron, you're putting on the chef hat, and you want Dalvin Cook. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes. All right, so you want the running back from FSC. And I'm, I'd be fine with that. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. So, all right, so you're, you're saying they should go running back. Yes. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm a little conflicted b- between whether or not you take the corner or you take the running back here. It's such a deep class at cornerback. Now I'm just kind of thinking off the top of my head here. It's such a deep class at corner that you know what, you can probably take Dalvin Cook at number fourteen and still be able to get, you know, probably a top five corner in the draft in a year where it's really, really, really stacked at defensive back. Yes. So I would probably have to say I'm leaning towards I'm leaning towards that option. As of right now, okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but if you take the corner, you feel that need, and you can always find a running back late. But yeah, as of right now, man, I have to say, I'm I'm leaning towards uh, I'm leaning towards Dalvin Cook. I, I I like the sound of it. I mean, they said, and it would match up with the Eagles have talked about. You know how he said from the start that hey, our number one priority is going to be to get Carson Wentz weapons. Yes, and they're doing that. Now the wide receiver is, is is an intriguing one to me. I could definitely see them going and and, and drafting a wide receiver if they are thinking that Alshon Jeffrey might not work out. I mean, it's, right. it, it it would be a smart move. You, you wouldn't technically really need the. I mean, I don't think you need a wide receiver right now.
1: Yeah, no, I don't with, think you with do the either. way
0: that was my that was my first gut. That's my gut reaction. To be totally honest with you, man. I said all right they took care of what they needed now they can go they can they, they can address the defense. I believe I texted you that. Yeah. But the more the more I thought about it just the the more sense it made that hey, you know, maybe maybe you do want to go and 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 upgrade uh the, the the running back position or or maybe maybe you do take another receiver just for that option. But I I'm I'm very curious to see what happens now. I'm very curious.
1: Yeah, the, this went from you know gun wide receiver to you could go in any direction you want now. <laughs> yeah, you
0: can, yeah. It's, 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 it's crazy it's, how it's that a works. Very, it is. It's a very unique position. I, I think that they're in. So here's the latest mock draft from uh, CBS. CBS Sports. Okay. And okay. This was. This came out March 10th, Friday. All right. So after the Eagles made all their moves. Okay. Mm-hmm. And right now they've got the Eagles at the number fourteen overall pick, taking Corey Davis, wide receiver, Western Michigan. Yeah. And remember, he was the one he projected to be a top ten pick until he got uh, injured. And our our buddy uh, Philly Sports Talk, he uh, he's been big on on Corey Davis taking him, and I I guess I would be all right with that yeah. too. Too. Now let me see where do they have Dalvin Cook going here in this mock? They've got. All right, well, they don't have Leonard Fournette going uh, until number eight to the Carolina Panthers, and they don't have Dalvin Cook. Uh, they have Dalvin Cook going number 15 to Indianapolis. Mm. Boy, now – oh, that's a tough one. I, I don't know if I could pass up on Dalvin Cook for Corey yeah. Davis uh, right after the receiver. Yeah. But that's it. But what's interesting here, man, like you, you remember, the, the Eagles won the coin toss with, with the Indianapolis Colts. Yes. Right? and the Colts do need a running back. Yes. You know, boy, wouldn't that be something if that coin toss determined whether or not we were able to get Dalvin to Cook?
1: I would love that.
0: Boy. Yeah, we'll see. I, I have to. I have to say, I'm definitely leaning towards you. I uh, uh, get getting the running back. I I, I don't know. I <sighs> see. It's tough. I, I have to spend some more time thinking about it. I I like the sound of the running back, but I I, I would be totally fine if they went out and got the corner too.
1: Yes. I, right, I so I'd
0: i be fine with that too. All right. So And then the other signing that we didn't really talk about. I mean, it, 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 a, a lower tier signing, but we mentioned, like you said, they got Chance Wormack, offensive yeah. lineman from the Titans. Trying to shore up the offensive line, I think it's a good move. They also re signed Steven Wisniewski. Mm-hmm. So it, it looks like indications are they're going to have uh, Wormack play left guard, and they're going to slide Wisniewski over to play center, which would mean that Jason Kelsey is going to get the boot. Right. Which, hey, I would be fine with If they tried that at practice with Nuski at center and, and they were able to make it work, I'm fine with it. You know, yep. Jason Kelsey was an okay ball player, but I'm tired of the holding penalties. I'm tired of all the dumb mistakes. Tired of him constantly snapping the ball into the ground from the shotgun. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that move, and I'm ready to move on. Yep. So let, let's grade these real quick before we have all to right. move along, Mike. All right. All right, we're going to start with the very first move that we heard. All right, the Tory Smith signing. Give me your letter grade for the Tory Smith signing.
1: i give that a B-. You know, it's an upgrade, but it, it wasn't the upgrade that we were looking for at the time. But i, I give that a B- minus because he's able to stretch the field. He's able to do you know what he needs to do. He's a little older, but I, I like the signing.
0: All right. I actually give it an A-. minus. Okay. I, 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 and, here, and here's why. Because like you said, you, you filled an immediate need. You got the deep, deep down the field threat you didn't have. Uh, you get a younger version. Uh, he's 28, okay, not quite as o- as old as what you had to, and what you would have gotten possibly with Deshaun Jackson. And mm-hmm. you're getting him for a bargain, $5 million a year for Tory Smith yeah. compared to what you would have had to pay someone else. Like I'm looking specifically at Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. All right? Like I, I think that's a great deal. A minus I give it. All right, so you go B minus. I go A minus. Tory Smith. I'll Jeffrey. What are you going with? A plus. A plus. I'm with you. I mean, it speaks for itself. He get a number one wide receiver. He can do it all. Go down the field. Go up. Get the ball in jump ball situations. Good in the red zone. I, I'm there with you. Chance Warmack.
1: Uh I give it a a a a C my plus C you know, plus.
0: A, Oh, you're not big on chance.
1: Well, I mean, it's a, it's you know, not a big splash, but it's definitely something that'll help him out.
0: All right, so you you so you, so, so you 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 grade basically p- partially on big splash. That's yes. what I'm hearing. Yes. uh see, I, I give I give it a solid B because I think okay. that can upgrade the offensive line. I'll give it a solid B. I think you're being a little hard there on chance. Uh, I think you should. I think you should give him a chance.
1: Pal. All right, I'll I'll give him a chance.
0: Wait, I'm, I'm trying to find it. There we go. There we go. <laughs> all right, uh, time for praise time. I don't have any praises. Mike's got something to praise about, so I'm going to turn it over to you, man. What, what do you got this week for praise time?
1: Well, last weekend, the Calgary Flames had a special um, – a, a blind girl go to her first ever Flames game. She lost her eyesight due to a rare form of cancer. The Flames, thanks – you know, partner, partnering with the Flames, they were able to get a special pair of, gl- of glasses that allowed her to see the game for the first time. They ended up winning and they she got to hang out with some of the Flames players after the game. Interesting. Yes. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. And um Yes, so uh, that's my face time.
0: Wow, now let me ask you, you said there were special uh special glasses, so I guess she wasn't she's not totally blind.
1: Well she did lose her eyesight to a rare form of cancer when she was uh, young. She's eleven I think she's eleven years old. But it it was really just sort of something that you know it was really cool to to hear about that story. Um, I'll post it up on fi- on the uh, Facebook page. But- wow,
0: yeah, post that up. Send it over to me too. I'll get that out on Twitter. And uh, that, that that's really cool. Yeah,
1: it is definitely. All
0: right, so then it's time, as you know, after praise time, we always have grind time. I do have a grind this week, as you know. I, I had what's apparently being referred to as a legendary grind last week with with my co host here, Mike. For uh, not. Posting on the SoundCloud page. And Mike, I I hate I hate to revisit that grind. But I currently have our SoundCloud page up and I'm looking at our notifications. And what do you know? There has not been a repost by Mikey Lazovich yet. Oh my god. So Mike, I have to ask. I had to call you out on the show last week. After finally, after 28 weeks, you decided to repost with your SoundCloud account. And I thought, all right, this must be the start of something. I had to give you a little bit of a hard time because it had been so long. But I figured, all right, Mike's going to start something. We're going to see weekly reposts for Mikey. And here we are. It is Sunday, March 12th. Still no repost. Mm. Are Are you logged into SoundCloud right now? Yes. Repost that sucker! I am. Um... Holy cow, man! Ah, oh, let me see. I, I just, I, I, I just got it. I just got the update, Mike. It is official. Mikey has reposted our link for the latest episode of the Philly Pod on SoundCloud. Uh, was, was that so difficult to do? <laughs> All right, but there you go. There's, there's my grind for this week. Mike's got nothing. Oh, man. Dude, really? Really, dude? (laughs) Oh, man. All right, but uh, no buzz stories this week. We weren't able to find anything good, so we're just going to move it right along to shout-outs. Nothing on Facebook, but we do have some action on Twitter and SoundCloud. I'm going to start out on Twitter where we gain followers in Roland Lees and Fred Sanders. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Shout-out to you both. Keep on rocking the Philly pod. And then we're going to head over to SoundCloud where we had uh, new subscribers this week. Mike, we had Bloka Case, Varric Hendricks. Thank God for MJ and again TM, who all followed us this week. And we continue to get solid plays both on iTunes and SoundCloud. So, uh, to everybody out there listening, hey, listen! Thank you again so much. We appreciate it. And uh, keep keep on rocking the Philly Pod and, and spread the word.
1: Hey, every 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 bit of attention helps, guys. You don't realize how much that that kind of – that helps us out. So just keep spreading the word like Dave said, and, uh, you yeah, know, yeah, keep rocking the tulipod pod.
0: Now, let me so, let me show you something here, man. These are our plays by the last couple of – I mean, we're we're slowly starting to, to build, man. Like the last three – let me see, four – yeah, last four episodes. Ready? Going back to the episode 25, we had 49, 50, 58, and 45 plays on SoundCloud. That's solid. So that is solid. So uh, we're definitely seeing some growth. Uh, things are going in the right direction. And uh, like I said, you know, like, and like Mike said, too, we, we appreciate everything you guys are doing. Just listen. Even if he's check us in for a few minutes, check us out, see what we've got. Uh, we feel like we bring a, a pretty good alternative to Philadelphia Sports Talk Radio. Yes. We might have to start working on some guests, man. I think we might be getting to that point.
1: Yeah, I would agree with you, Dave.
0: Yeah, we might have to have a production meeting soon to think about how we're going to be, be able to swing that. Yes. Because you know, there's still some technical things that, you know, we were on a pretty uh, low-budget operation here, so uh, the technical side of things, it's not really as up-to-date as what you might see in a radio studio or some of the more uh, fancier podcasts. But yeah. I think we could find a way to make that work. Yeah. So we got to start doing that. Maybe you can use your Flyers contacts since you're, you're all over the orange uh, and black. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'll see what I Hi, can cluster well, up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got we, we got to start getting on that. Um, but you know, real quick, we got March Madness coming up uh, this week. We will be posting after the opening round games, and it's gonna be exciting. Villanova they look they look to be they captured the Big East title, so we have to give them. Uh, a round of applause there. Yes, and Mike, it's looking like they're going to be in position to get the number one overall seed.
1: I know, the and that,
0: after the Kansas loss,
1: that'll be interesting to see what how that that works. Um, I expect them to get the number one overall seed. Um, you know, with uh, Kansas losing to TCU? Uh, yeah, I think they're going to get the number one overall seed, man.
0: All right, well, I hate to put you on the spot because we didn't really talk about this in production meeting, but we kind of have to get it out here and now. Uh-huh. Who do you think is going to win the national title? Who do you think's favorite? Oh,
1: man. Um.
0: <laughs> I know I'm putting you on the spot, I, but I figure we, we, we got to at least talk about it before we sign off.
1: Uh I'm going to go Villanova. I think they're going to repeat.
0: Villanova for a repeat, boy. I don't know. I mean, Nova's going to make another deep run. I don't think they quite have the defense or the size that they had last year.
1: Let me put it to you this way: as long as they don't run into Butler, I think they're good.
0: <laughs> Boy, that Butler, Butler is a bad matchup for Villanova. We we'll have to see the draw. Yeah, you know, it's tough. To, it's tough to say right now. We don't know what the brackets are going to look like. We don't know the draws. But- yeah. I have to say I'm leaning towards UNC. I know they just went down to Duke, but yeah. you kind of have to. Yeah, you know, that's a rivalry game. You can't. Yep. I don't really think you can go by that. But I have a strong lead towards UNC. They have the whole team back from last year, man. Yeah. You know they're playing. I mean, that, that's a good team. The only problem is when UNC when they start having trouble shooting the ball and they can't score. That that's where they get in trouble.
1: Yeah.
0: We might. Maybe we'll have to do a special March Madness edition. Yeah. Get some upset picks out there. Maybe we'll do that, man. Yeah, let's. I'm looking to- at a couple of teams who are slated to be high seeds that I could see them going out. So.
1: Let's uh, do that tomorrow night.
0: Yeah, maybe we will. Maybe we get a special uh, March Madness edition of the Philly Pod. Get our brackets out, early matchups, all all those things.
1: Yeah, I think we do that tomorrow night, man.
0: All right, man. We'll, we'll we'll get that. We'll get that going in the works. But again, we thank everybody for listening. Remember, you can check us out. We're on SoundCloud. You can listen to us there. Check out all of our previous episodes on iTunes. All previous current episodes are there as well. You can hit us up on Twitter at the Philly Pod. Also, check out our Facebook page, which is, is ran by Mike, doing a great job yes. there. Thank you. We're going to sign off now. We will talk to you guys uh, sometime this week. We'll give you a heads up when the March Madness Edition episode is coming out. But for now, we're going to sign off. I'm Dave. I'm Mike. Catch you guys later on the Philly Pod. Thanks for listening. Have a good week.
1: Later.